0: Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, a weekly show dedicated to helping you master the art of ageing. Well, Marcus Pearcey with you, episode 414, 414. holy moly, couldn't have done it without my brother from another mother. We are shooting on down to Melbourne the day before, as we record this, the day before Melbourne are set free and go back to some sort of normality. <laughs> Dr. Damien Christoph, how are you, brother?
1: Uh, I'm feeling relieved, to be honest with you, PC. Um, there was a fair bit of chat. There was bets at Sportsbet as to whether or not Victoria would come out of lockdown. Um, it had become a bit of a joke. I think Victoria's become a bit of a joke um, for the way in which we've handled this situation. Um, some people would call it a pandemic, but um, it's, uh, it's an interesting time. But I am actually feeling uh, much more relieved that we're actually getting back to normal, which is
0: great, mate. So thank you. Thank you. I think more than anything, and this is where just inspired hobbies are really important in life. I, I reckon that outside of your work commitments at Vita, where you run a world class organization and practice, thank you, you'd just be going, "I just want to go and play golf, please. is that is that the like, the second most biggest relief, maybe it is the single most biggest relief, but I didn't <laughs> wanna I didn't want to say that for you. Uh, you must be very relieved that you can go out and and live your inspired hobby, which is golf once more.
1: Yeah, it's a funny thing, you know, because you know, had you asked me six years ago what would I miss most if we went into lockdown. I well, number one, I probably couldn't have conceived that we would ever go into lockdown and that anything would ever be taken away from me. You know, but to have your freedoms and liberties taken away um, so that we can manage, you know, this situation, it's a confronting thing. So, for me to not be able to go into work, uh, which I don't see as a job, I see it as, you know, something I love to do. It's a vocation. Like, I just love it, going to work. And you're right. I think I do have a world-class facility and it's it's great and I work hard to to keep it that way. I'm relieved to be able to go back to work tomorrow, to be honest with you. Like, that was that was hard. It's hard to not do what you love um, when you know that you're helping so many people. Um, and then from uh, the perspective of, uh, you know, playing golf, like, yes, like, I feel relieved I get a chance to go back and do that. You're right. That is my inspired hobby. Um, it's, it's becoming a bit of a passion, a bit of an addiction. There's no doubt about that. I'm not sure if it's becoming or if it already is, but, uh, you know, I'm kind of there. But then there's the flip side of it, you know like now that we get to go out of lockdown and get back to life, Jackson gets to move back to college so he he's oh. now moving out of home so he was supposed to move out of home last week we got him to have we got to have him for an extra week um, because of the extra lockdown um, so there's the ebbs and the flows the push and the shove the good and the bad the black and the white um, it's all kind of there like and it, 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 you know with any kind of challenge or any kind of shift and change um obviously you're presented with a different set of um events and so it's hey how, how do you digest that and obviously that then helps you define um what's important
0: mm. that's interesting actually as you talk i think of um of uh, even just like a snap 5 day lockdown makes you wonder what you really do miss mm. and it may not be what it what it was when you had no Conception of what a lockdown would look like and what you couldn't do, and the feeling and and all the rest of it. Uh, you know, people would give the obvious answers, but it's now it's now really clear. Like, um, uh, yeah, the things that people miss are just it, it really does counter like that flexibility or that freedom mm. to go and play golf. But like you said, when you love your work and it's not the type of work that you can do from home. Um, just that feeling of value to society, to community, um, I know I know because again, I've lived a very different last twelve months to you, but I remember one of the most recurring thoughts over our time when when the whole country was locked down was, "Thank God, I love where I live." Yes. Imagine those poor people that were almost like you know, days or weeks away from moving out of a place they really didn't like into a place they really did like Mm -hmm. and they were really excited to Mm -hmm. and they couldn't. I know people that were going to move from like South America to Australia and are still in South America and they were so excited to relocate and all of those things and I know there are like hundreds of millions of those stories of people that were going to get married and all the rest of it. I know know something I want to tell you because my mum – just as we say this, my mum was banging on. My mum's in Mornington. She was banging on about, you know, all you know, the millions of dollars in food that was being thrown out during the five-day lockdown and all the business and, and in the words of my mum, Dan Andrews has never owned a business in his whole life. He wouldn't know a thing about <laughs> it. And you know, she got a point. Um, but she, <laughs> she got does. she got talking about just you know, the media side of things. And I was like, you know, if I was in in media land, still, I know exactly what I'd be wanting. I'd be wanting. I'd be wanting to find the people that had had to cancel their wedding twice, once during the first lockdown in Melbourne and they'd rescheduled it and then there was a snap lockdown and they've had to cancel the second one. Then, you know, and then as the vaccine rolls out, you're going to want to find people. If you're in media land, you're going to want to find people that have had COVID, get the vaccine and end up having COVID again Yeah. or that that get the vaccine and get COVID and all of these different things. And we got talking about, you know, how – how? What's the media's role in terms of their innate natural behaviour? Because they are just another subset of human beings. Yeah. In how yeah, to report different type of human being, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> how to report a, a, a story that just continues to develop in ways that are, for want of a better term, um, people aren't used to. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, don't you think that? Um, You know, given the events that you've just had in the last five days, there is still so many ways to skin a cat of human experience.
1: There are. There are. Peter Lennon's just said we can start now. Thanks, Pete. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Can you ask that question again? (laughs) Sorry,
0: mate. Oh, I think I went off for about four minutes. No, just the the last bit. That that you've had, and I yes. think the experiences that a lot of us have had. Yes. You know, my 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 inner hope is that people are beginning to understand. Yeah. Because a lot of people blame the media, but I think yeah. many people forget how human beings are wired to behave. And I find it really interesting that people don't take a moment to consider that the media is doing what human beings do every day and yeah but
1: on steroids they're doing 100%. it on they're doing it on steroids and so that you're so bombarded with a message that you you have to believe it like you actually most people will end up believing exactly what the message is and it's a rhetoric like it continues to be the same story over and over and over again the same sentences the same phrases the same um
0: It's rote learning. It's rote learning 101. It's exactly the way people have been educated for years. So this is where you and I might get into a disagreement here. My
1: view is – So what we're seeing Mm -hmm. is a repeated message that if you continue to watch it, you will fall into line with it. Um, Mm -hmm. And and in Australia with our media, it's very one-dimensional. Like it's not – we don't have – and in fact, any other view apart from the media's view is a conspiracy theory. So um, and now people are calling for the major media channels, whether it be Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or whatever. They're calling for those mediums or media outlets to monitor what actually gets posted up, so that only one line of conversation gets broadcast. That Mm -hmm. to me is really scary, and we already we see that now at the moment.
0: So I would agree 100%. Anyone that thinks there's independent media is kidding themselves. There's no such thing. And I would also go as far to say that there never has been such a thing as independent media because any medium that has an editor, yep. someone that makes the decisions, uh, just by the very virtue of them being a human being means that they have a bias. Yeah, and they have true. to So yes and no to certain things. And that's been the case forever. My proposition, which, again, you and I might disagree with, is that it is the responsibility of us as an individual to decide when to turn on and turn off, to decide when to be informed and uninformed, to decide when to allow ourselves to consume at the risk of, and it's a very genuine, serious risk, at the risk that by perpetually being exposed to the same message over and over and over again, we can begin to hold beliefs which we actually don't think that we would ever hold, which mm-hmm. is the whole conversation of um, don't blame the Germans because they were indoctrinated into a way of believing, and that's why
1: they what, what happened they did. happened.
0: Yep. Um, there'd be many people that would have done exactly the same thing. So, yep. And, again, I, I wonder whether you and I disagree on that. I'm curious as to know your view. is You on the view that we're all independent, we make our own moves, we decide what we consume and not. Some do it more consciously than others, but it's all up to us. Or you're more on the side of, no, we're 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 victims of an over um over aggressive media that is bombarding us with a message and it's unfair and it it shouldn't be that way. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there's another way. Altogether. Well,
1: I don't think those two um, options go in the same um, camp. Much the same as what we spoke about earlier on about whether or not you can, you know, Buy local and organic or, you know, whatever it is, yeah, you know. Yeah, there's, there's a few like, other shades. In yeah, sort of so thing. those I don't think are in the same spectrum. So uh, th- your first point is about bl- diplomacy. Like your first point is about being diplomatic. It's up to us to choose when we turn on or turn off, right? And mm-hmm. And that is a higher... Executive function of the human being to be able to turn on and turn off, like it's something that we have evolved to be able to do, um, and we have a choice to be able to do that. We could switch the channels, we could turn it off, we could do something different, etc., etc. And I agree with you. Like it, it is our, um, it it it's up to us to do that, 100%. Um, when the only information that comes through is of a particular flavour. Um, that can create addiction and the way in which the information is being presented at the moment is in little pieces so that you have to tune in every single day to get the next piece of the puzzle in order to understand the next set of rules or to understand what the next level of lockdown is going to be or to understand whether or not we can take our masks off and so you have to continue to go back in order to be compliant within the parameters of our state yep. at the moment so You're forced to have to watch or consume the information. That's not diplomatic. Like diplomacy would enable us to be communicated with and to in a way that would engender us to make decisions that would empower us um, to be well, stay well, protect ourselves, wear masks, get vaccinated, whatever it is that we choose to do. Um, That would be diplomacy. But that's not what's happening at the moment. Um, And so when you go and you you pose the second question to me or the second statement, which is uh, we're all victims, well, we are all victims at the moment. And yes, we could choose to, um, you know, disengage from the media, but then we wouldn't know um, what we're supposed to know, if that makes sense.
0: So that's where I disagree. Okay. Because I feel like as soon as you walk out the room, your community is your unofficial media. That's, that's where I feel like pre pre-mass media, our community was our medium. They yep. were the gossip, that's where the gossip was, that's where the local news was. that's where you found out. Yep. Uh, I think these days we feel like you know, whenever I'm talking to a, a company, or they go, "Well, I need to be informed." I was like, "Well, yes, you do need to be informed, but who has to do the informing? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like we are we've been indoctrinated that the traditional media has to do the informing and we feel somewhat, I'm not sure what the word is, we feel like it's not right or it's risky if um, if Betty, our next-door neighbor, or if uh, Boris, our next-door neighbor, is the one saying, oh, did you hear on the news that, yeah, we've got to wear a mask and we can't go more than 5Ks from here. Like, You're much closer to the coalface to me on this. So this is a, you know, like when I was in Melbourne with you, I was checking each day. Well, for the first two days, I was checking each day because Brett couldn't come to Melbourne to do the wellness breakthrough and da 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 da, da. Yeah. But um, this is why I say like 100% agree with you. It's not as simple as this way or that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd love to know your views on, you know, you live in a community. You're a very social person. You know, what say you of the view that the media doesn't have to be the, the, um, the first deliverer of information and we couldn't rely more on each other to share information?
1: Well, um, I love I love the idea of that. Like I love the idea that uh, we could disseminate information, whether you call it Chinese whispers or whether you call it community communication or whatever it is. Like I, I think that is a really nice way to live. And obviously in the countries that we explore and we look at and we live and, you know, long to live in, um, th- those places do that. That's how they communicate the news. That's how they communicate, you know, what's happening is through the community. Um, through conversation through engagement like that's that's the stuff that i think you're angling towards um in the current climate i think that uh that that's a little bit risky and i'll use a scenario you know whereby i'm on the board of the australian chiropractors association And we get the word directly from the horse's mouth from the Department of Health and Human Services as to what we're allowed to do. Now, there's some people that aren't members of the Australian Chiropractors Association. As a result, they don't get notified exactly uh, what we get notified. They might hear it through the news a day later. So some chiropractors didn't know that they weren't allowed to practice because they weren't totally clear on the messaging. And so they relied on a medium without having the conversation because they were looking for a different level of accuracy or whatever it is. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So accuracy totally. accu- accuracy point. is the cost of the conversation, but the conversation is probably a more beautiful way to do it. You know what I mean?
0: Mm. Yeah, that's a really good point. And I think it's important to recognize that in the times that we're in at the moment, it's not as easy to have a – Role of the media conversation because everyone's going to have a and, and so they should everyone's going to have a different view in terms of the urgency and the necessity of information at certain times and you've made the point beautifully clear right there there are certain times if you're a health professional and there's a a lockdown you don't want to be you don't want to be relying on your next door neighbour to no. find out no. uh, exactly. you know what what it all means for you um, yeah I think I'm probably and again, I'm very idealistic on this. I have no qualms in, in acknowledging and admitting that. Um, I suppose I feel that as long as we're dependent on on the media for our information, um, nothing's going to change. And it's not going to change. I don't have any – I don't, don't harbour any views that the way that we consume information will change in a, in a, in a drawback or a, sorry, a slowdown. It's still going to be the way it is. Mm. Uh, I think it's always going to be – People like you and I that yeah go to go to little places like Ikaria or even local communities, country towns, where there's just more chitter and chatter amongst local neighbours and and the rest. It's I think what you're saying is spot on. It's um gone of the days where you know your local town rallies together and holds a you know community um meeting and talks about what they're going to do about you know x issue. <laughs> <That
1: doesn't, laughs> We're all meeting at the town hall. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Those days are gone. Um, yeah. I suppose I just scratch my head when people people whinge and moan about the media where the media is – it's a bit like capitalism. It can never be anything else than what it is. Uh, the role of capitalism right. is to grow and develop. It's never, ever, ever going to attempt to get smaller because it's not – it's just not how it works. It's like saying a human being gets younger. It's just not how a human being operates. Yeah. So um, I, I find it interesting, and I suppose my, my position on it is, if you don't like it, turn it off. Like it doesn't – don't expect the media to change. Yeah. You know, yeah. as I said to mum, if I was head of a newsroom, I'm looking for the person that's had the vaccine that's now got COVID, yeah. or I'm looking for the person that was about to get married and – They've had to cancel their wedding for the second time. Yeah. Um, you know, and at the very end of the news, I'm looking for the cat stuck up a tree just to put a smile on someone's face <laughs> and
1: have Peter you know? have a little bit of a chuckle, little Pete. Yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. So, I understand. You know. Yeah. No. You know. Absolutely fair point. We. You know. It's maybe then setting your expectations appropriately uh, for 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 everything. You know. Don't expect people to change. You know. Don't. Oh, and ex-
0: someone said. Yeah. Don't expect, don't expect
1: people to change it. Yeah, don't expect people to change. Don't expect the media to change. Don't expect, you know, if it possibly comes back to the greatest predictor of, you know, future performance is past behavior. Like that, I, I don't necessarily subscribe to that. I think people can change. But um, don't, don't, just don't expect it, I suppose. Have a, a more me- measured or metered expectation.
0: There was an interview I was involved with the other day where the guest who is a psychologist for memory was saying that, you know, she was talking about um, children being exposed to media that their parents are listening to and parents not having the awareness or parents thinking that it's just okay and they won't take it in. Yeah. And the parent was flabbergasted uh, because the child came up to the parent and said, Daddy, am I going to die from COVID and are you going to die from COVID? And the parent was flabbergasted because the the parent said, I was shocked because, and I quote, unquote, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my little quote marks here, I was only listening to the ABC. And I thought that was really interesting because the parent had the view that if they were listening to the ABC that it was a better, more measured form of media than, say, I don't know, Channel 9, Channel 7, Sky News, Channel 10. I want people to really understand that the people at the ABC aren't going, What's the most measured and uh, calm and uh, unnewsworthy way we can share this? Yeah. It's, it's, not, it's just not how a newsroom operates. And yes. for people to think that they can trust that media organization more because it's, I don't know, government-funded, taxpayer-funded, you know, independent. It's not independent <laughs> and it's not any less dramatic, particularly for young ears. Um, And we've got to lose this, or we don't have to, but I highly suggest we lose this belief that um, the media is not um, sensationalist. It's just the way it is. It's it's a filtration mechanism to present to you the news. If they're not sensationalist, they're they're telling you about the stand-up desk they bought this day and the kids they dropped off at school and the four million Victorians that got to work on time. If you don't want them to be sensationalist, that's what they'll tell you. But they'll, be doing, they'll, be yep. they'll be doing. They'll be doing podcasts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll be doing. They'll be doing podcasts.
0: Talking about the weather. Yeah, well, that's what they do for a couple of minutes anyway. Yeah, that's right. They'll be talking about yeah. inane stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, okay. and if you're anything like me, I don't want to talk about the weather. I want something sensational. Give me drama.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> you angle the drama, we, which we love.
0: <laughs> any movie starts at the highest point of drama, or any good story. Don't yes. expect the news to be any different.
1: Well, not necessarily the highest point of drama, especially when you look at, you know, Superman or anyone with the hero's journey. Like
0: No, that's right. But an interesting point of drama, let's
1: say. Yes, an interesting point of drama. That's so mm. true. That is so true.
0: So uh, good yeah. chat, PC. Good chat. Thanks mm. for the chat. I mm. love those chats that just
1: bobble up. Good chat. Good chat. Yep. I think Pete liked it too. He was very engaged today. Wendy, she it's was good. engaged. Very engaged. I love that. Well done. Yes, well done. I'm not getting any comments, but I'm going to believe thanks you. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> They're all there. All the comments are there. Absolutely. Oh, well
0: done. Well done. Well, uh, we're itching, itching, inching. inching. We are getting closer. Yes. To eight years, episode 416. It's coming up. It's going to be a belter. Uh, again, our Byron Bay 100 Not Out Longevity Experience. All details coming shortly. Keep the dates May 16 to 22 in the calendar and all will be revealed as soon as possible. Damo, thank you as always for your wisdom and your heart-to-heart conversation. I love you with all my heart, brother.
1: Thank you, PC. I love you too, mate. And I'm, I'm wrapped that we can have these conversations. Um, and, you know, what's interesting about you and I and a lot of other people can't do this, but I would implore other people to consider that maybe you could do more of this some people say don't talk about religion, politics, what else? Sex. Money, sex, and money. Sex. Yeah, They're Did the four things. Sex? Yeah, sex. Um, so don't, people say don't talk about these things, but I feel like we can, and, and I love that about our relationship. So there, bring it on.
0: I, I love this. Let's have a, a conversation every two or three weeks on a taboo topic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have to do it. As long as it's to
1: not it. to do with vaccinations.
0: Yes. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> not talking about anything to do with that. But my favorite thing, because I'm going to say this. Yes. This doesn't involve you. It's just an observation from society. Yes. My favorite observation of society at the moment is I can't wait to have the vaccine as long as I'm not first.
1: Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that I'm going to wait. I am going to wait a little bit just to see what happens, yeah. side effects and whether or not people get I it. it. You know. I love it. It's like
0: yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pumped to jump off the cliff.
1: Yeah, as long after as I'm not everyone first,
0: after everyone else. Yes. <laughs> I'll go last. I'll I, go last. And I'm not saying that as judgment in any way. I think it's an incredibly interesting conversation yeah. about human behavior and, our, and our, our traits as human beings. That's yes. all it is. Yes, yes. Um, all right. Uh, for more on demo, head on over to DamianChristophe.com, myself, MarcusPierce.com.au. And until next time, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life.